0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi everybody, welcome into the Dad Podcast brought to you by The Man Salon, themansalon.net. Get your hair cut today. Also, franchise opportunities for those entrepreneurs out there. Check out all the info at themansalon.net. All right, Uh, today's guest is a family member. Now, this is the first time that we have actually had a family member on the dad podcast. I had my producer, Jerry P on, and he's become sort of like family, but I'm going to, and and this is no insult to the rest of my family, but the coolest uncle I have in (laughs) uncle, uncle Jerry, Uh, Jerry Rojas joins us. What's up, Jerry? How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, Hey, it's Friday afternoon, right? That's, that's always a good day.
0: So before we get to all this other stuff that we do in a dad podcast, I think not only dads, but any human alive that steps onto a golf course wants to get a hole in one. And you want like, you want the whole course to be going crazy. You want everybody to see you now. Now I heard you got a hole in one recently and you may have been the only person on the course.
1: There weren't very many of us. I was playing with, uh, Brody and, uh, my son in law Garrett. Uh, and, um, there were maybe five other people on the course. Uh, there weren't very many, so uh, didn't really have a bar tab at all.
0: What was the what was the hole? I know I know you were at the El Cater Country Club, right?
1: Yeah, we were at the El Cater Golf Course. Uh, it was hole number three. Uh, it's, it was uh, playing about 172 yards, a little bit uphill, um, and uh, I I, I kind of fatted a six iron, uh, but it just it was just enough. So yeah, it worked out.
0: Now, do they still have that red barn as like the the clubhouse that's up there that at the at the country club like yes. the red looking yeah. barn? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember many Absolutely. weddings out there. I was trying to get myself some alcohol as an underage kid, and all they would <laughs> give me was Shirley Temples. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's it's still there, uh, and it still is a wedding venue. Um, I haven't been there for anything like that for a while, but yeah, no, it's it has not changed, in – Gosh, I was talking to uh, Marcy about this. I think, oh, I've been playing golf there for 40 years and uh, hasn't changed a bit. So is that your first hole-in-one? <clears throat> Second. Where was the first one? Uh, my first one was at Collison's Par 3 golf course uh, in Green Mountain, Iowa, and I was 12 years old. Shut up, man. No, I was 12 years old. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. I would have like, quit. quit at 12. My my dad was teaching me to play golf. Um, and so it was like, it was literally like my fourth or fifth time on a golf course. It was, yeah, it was just pure, pure luck. Yeah.
0: Did this one, did this one bounce in the, the most recent one or did it go straight in? Uh, it I go? hit
1: right in front of the, just right uh, on the fringe of the front of the green and it just happened to be right in line. The pin was about center and uh just rolled up. You knew rolled. it was in
0: right away. You could see it. You knew it was yeah, in Yeah, we could see
1: it. Yeah. It oh, was yeah. like Brody uh actually had his um uh, his rangefinder on. So he had a little bit of a telescope and he goes, Dad, that looks pretty good. I think that's going in. And then <laughs> Garrett and I just kind of froze and all of a sudden the ball disappeared, you know, that little yeah. So that's pretty,
0: pretty sweet, sweet, man. You got to share one with your dad. You got to share one with your son, Brody, man. That's, that's a, that's an amazing story. Uh, again, Jerry Rojas with us, lay out the family for all those that, that don't know you, uh, your wife and kids tell everybody who they are and, and how old you don't have to tell me how old your wife is, but how old the kids are. <laughs> um,
1: well, uh, Marcy and I have been married, uh, uh, <laughs> seven years, years and, uh, We've got three kids, uh, Brody and uh, Lauren are twins. Uh, They're uh, 30, 31. Okay. And uh, Grant, uh, our third, is uh, 29. Yeah. So uh, I have
0: to ask you a personal question for all those dads out there that have more than one kid or have two or have three or have more. Like, dude, you know, I have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old, and I feel pretty overwhelmed at times. <laughs> how did you not get overwhelmed over all these years? And you had two at one time too, which is sort of, and that was the first two, and then you had Grant later on. But like, how did you keep yourself sane? I think we could all use some advice now that your kids are old.
1: Um, well, number one, uh, a lack of sleep. That was the first thing to go. Uh, It's funny how uh, it's, I've actually had this conversation several times in the last few days. Uh, I actually stopped playing golf for probably uh, I probably stopped playing golf for like about eight, six or eight years. Uh, Mostly because there was just too much to do. Uh, And I couldn't, I couldn't just excuse myself, you know, for a four hour block. Uh, I mean, there were times I still would play, you know, if, 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 but it was only maybe a handful of times each summer, um, and uh, that was the biggest thing to to go. And then, of course, like I said, um, just lack of sleep, man. You know, you got three boys; you, <laughs> you, you're just all the, you're just tired all the time, man. Three yeah, you five. are, but but I mean, and the thing is, too, like
0: at least with boys, it's sort of the same blueprint, right? Like you know, boys are boys, and like one to the next but having two boys and one girl how much how much did you have to lean on marcy your wife or like have to do things differently when you were parenting Laura and your daughter versus parenting the boys
1: leaned on marcy real hard yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i could i could coach him i could do all that stuff but i no, i had to lean on marcy yeah that was what, what
0: age what age did you really like go marcy i need your help because like when they're young it's a little bit similar but girl stuff when they start to get into the the middle school age and and
1: beyond, like I wouldn't even know where to start. I'd say I'd say about fifth grade, don't you think? Yeah, it was about about fifth grade when it was like, yeah, that the moods and stuff, and <laughs> Lauren would ask, you would want to know stuff, and I'm like, go ask, go talk to your mom.
0: That's so funny, man. I mean, talk now my mom. wife is that way too with our boys. Like, it, you know, even just like. Uh, you know, she'll be like, that's a penis thing that you have to deal with, right? Like, you know, that is not something I am dealing with, right? Like, literally, those are the words that come up. That's a penis thing. I don't know anything about that. You go deal with that. Okay. So yes, my wife, my wife is already leaning on me for all three boys. Uh, Jerry Rojas with us again. This is the dad podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. So in your profession, teacher and coach over the years, how similar – and I know obviously you can't say certain things or do certain things to kids that you coach like you can to your own kids. But how similar, how different is it uh, being a dad and, and instilling some of those things when you're coaching kids?
1: Um, oh, boy. I'd say, uh, you know, we, we didn't have kids probably for like our first eight years – of of being married. So, I taught and coached for like 8 years. Uh I will tell you that having kids um made me a better teacher, made me a better coach. Sure. I had a better under I mean you, you, I just did. Now I can't say it's that way for everybody, but I just I gained a better understanding of um you know, kids what kids are bringing to, to school every day, what they're bringing to practice. Uh I it, you know, it gave me more empathy. Um and uh probably a lot more patience that's that's for sure, yeah. when you were out and and obviously, for those that don't know in Iowa,
0: then in in St Louis, then in California, then back to Iowa, how different are kids all over the country? Are they pretty similar when it comes to being in those
1: environments? Pretty similar, um, really. Yeah, I, I I think I you know there there wasn't that um, that big of a difference. Um, small town Iowa was moving probably the size, not so much the region, but the size of school, the size of the community. Um, you know, where well, those those kids are a little bit like under the microscope. Um, sure. everybody knows them. You know, they're they're starring in the play. They're then they're playing quarterback on Friday night and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so the that I, I'd say there's not that big a difference. Um, We did run into some more stuff uh, like living in California. Um, You know, we were not that far from the beach. So that was something that that was a draw. That was, you know, sometimes kids would, um, they'd want to, you know, we were 18 miles from the Pacific, man. It was, uh, you know, that was, that was, that was an issue that could be an issue at times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to worry about that in Iowa. We know that. Uh, you're, you're, not 18, you're not 18 you're miles not from all. any ocean. <laughs> I can promise you that. Um, you know, you sports get such a bad rap uh, lately on social media. Like, you see the bad videos. And I always like to point this out to people. For, like, every bad video you see, there's 50 other tournaments going on that don't have videos being posted of how shitty parents can be sometimes to officials or to even their own kids. But, like, what would your advice be? To dads out there that have kids, whether it's in youth sports or high school sports, about not being the guy that ends
1: up on the YouTube clip. The biggest thing is is for dads take a step back and and realize why did you want your kids involved in what they're doing in the first place. I mean, there's a lot of these. Um, you know, I know people that from what you see on the clips and stuff, you know, they think their kid's going to go D one and he's eight years old, you know, (laughs) uh, that type of stuff. Um, You know, and the biggest thing is take a step back and realize why you're having your kids do this in the first place. They're learning social skills. They're learning to be active. um, You know, they're learning to, to enjoy physical activity and all that kind of stuff. Um, The, the other stuff's going to come and it's, and it's, it's all going to happen fast. You know, people think they're going to prepare their kids starting at seven and eight and nine years old and this and that's going to happen. It doesn't happen that way. I mean, if your kids are going to get recruited, they're going to get recruited. It's going to last about six months and then, you know, then you move on. So enjoy Little League, enjoy youth basketball, enjoy Pop Warner football, because, um you know, those, you know, i from a coach's perspective, I had been around a lot of athletes who had gotten recruited and all that kind of stuff. So I knew that what they were going to do at seven and eight years old wasn't going to make one damn bit of difference, you know, about what was going to go on when they were 17 and 18 years old. And so uh, we learned to enjoy it. You know, we learned to enjoy whether there were sunny days or rainy days or whatever it was that we, you know, I remember the boys playing Pop Warner football and an inch of rain, you know, and they had a blast, probably one of the most memorable Saturday mornings we ever had with the boys. Um, So that that's would be my advice. Just relax and enjoy it because the recruiting stuff, that's all going to take care of itself.
0: You had all three kids play college athletics, but was it the college athletics that you had the most fun watching them? Or was it the little league, middle school, high school? When did you have the most joy watching them play?
1: Um I would say I had the most joy watching them in high school. <clears throat> um you know and in addition to um you know Brody and Lauren and Grant I mean we also took in Tiffany and and Brandon you know yep. uh, you know uh, throughout the years and um all of them played college athletics. Um now <laughs> I'd say high school definitely I probably had and I should say we because Marcy and I talk about this a lot. We had a just such a great time watching Lauren uh compete um in college volleyball and in college track and field. And we truly loved watching Tiffany compete as well. Watching the boys play college football was was, <laughs> was an adventure. Was that that's a good I mean, way to it say it? It was an adventure and it was stressful. Was it was it? just because there's just, so much it was, pressure. It was just so much pressure. Uh, and it was just so stressful. Not that we weren't proud of him and not that we just didn't love game days and all that kind of stuff. But even, you know, uh, Brody and Grant were both quarterbacks. Brandon was an outside linebacker. But it was still just—it was so stressful because there were just there were just so much pressure on them, uh, no matter what the level was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I I can only imagine. I can tell you right now, Beckham's at that age, at eight, where like he's he's they're starting to care about winning and losing a little bit more. We just got Which done with good. another. Yeah, yeah, right at that age. Yeah. We are so proud of Maurer. He only spent about 25% of the time in the dirt trying to get uh worms and stuff at baseball this year. And Griffey, we haven't put on a field yet. So um, yeah, man, we still we still are bribing them with if you have a great game, you can get a treat. That only Absolutely. lasts so long. Uh but uh yeah, that's I I can't imagine the pressure at that point, man. Like I feel I feel a little bit of nerves right now to make sure that Maurer isn't going to hit the coach with the bat during T-ball, right? <laughs> like I can only imagine in front of 60,000 fans at a football game.
1: That is, there's a little bit of, yeah, that's a little bit of pressure. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, when did you realize that your kids were good enough to play college athletics?
1: Oh boy. Um, I would say probably with the twins, um, Um, I'd probably, I'd say probably, uh, sophomore, Uh freshman, sophomore year. Um, they showed some, and, and they, they had that, you know, they wanted to compete. They wanted to, to get better. They were interested in it. They wanted to, you know, know what was going on. Um, with, with Tiffany and Brandon, of course they were, you know, pretty, you know, we got them when they were juniors, seniors, uh, even Tiffany, when she was graduated, with Grant, um, it was about eighth grade. Uh, he and I, and uh, he and I and Brody were out in the street playing catch with the football. And Grant, keep in mind, as a Pop Warner player, was an offensive center. He, in- <laughs> he went on to play quarterback at Iowa State at that, right, Buffalo. That's hilarious. But when we were playing catch, and Brody and I were both standing on one end, and we were kind of playing three-way with Grant, and we both just kind of looked at each other. Because with just a little bit of instruction he had, I mean, he could spin it, and it it burned your hands. Really, Um, and so we kind of had an idea right there that there was something special there. Yeah,
0: very cool, man. By the way, has it hit you that you're about to be a grandfather? (laughs) No, it's
1: (laughs) it's pretty. It's pretty wild. It's Grandpa uh, it's Jerry, 100%. you haven't had that set in yet, grandpa have you? Jerry. Yeah, We and we're trying to figure out, okay, now what are they going to call me? And all that kind of, is it going to be grandpa? Is it going to do that? All that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah and I think for, so on, um, you know, we got Grandpa Dave, and then we got uh, Papa is on is on the other side. So like, as you know, it can, it can change. And even from like, you know, I think the, the first kid gets to decide sort of what they call grandpa, you yeah. know, and, and then as you have multiple kids, so maybe one's going to be different. How different do you think it's going to be? How different is grandpa Jerry going to be versus dad, Jerry? How different are those two people?
1: Oh, uh, I am probably a lot more mellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you, no. ask, if you ask the kids, I'm going to be a lot more mellow as a grandpa. Yeah, I do.
0: That's amazing, man. My yeah. Uncle Jerry, future Grandpa Jerry, Papa Jerry, whatever he turns out to be, uh, on the Dad Podcast brought to you by the Man Salon, iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks for listening there. All right, that's the, that's the tough family stuff out of the way. Now we're going to get to rapid fire. Are you ready for this? Okay, fire away. All right, man. Who is the best TV dad of all time?
1: Oh gosh. Um I don't Michael We've Landon been... was pretty good. Who? Michael Landon, Little House on the Prairie. Oh god Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I
0: mean... <laughs> I can tell you that has not been an answer so far. yet. we've had like Bob Saget from Full House. Some people are reluctant to say Bill Cosby, but Cosby's come up. Uh, we have, okay. yeah, that's a good, we've had Tim Allen from Home Improvement. Uh, the 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 dad from uh, a, a, a Modern Family has come up, but uh, you know Al Bundy well, came up from somebody, but not not Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> that's amazing oh, that's amazing all right what's something you do now or that you have done that your kids are embarrassed by
1: uh, let's see um i would say dance oh really Can't yeah dance. yeah well, i mean yeah. i i can trust me jeff i can dance okay, okay. Not, that's great it's, that's great it's just a matter of opinion. Yeah, that's right. I like
0: that. I like that. This is my favorite question. we got 10 rapid fire questions. This one's my favorite, and I think you'll appreciate it as well. How come father time got the best of Michael Jordan but never has got the best of LeBron James?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Um, uh, I I'd say probably because LeBron James, the dude takes care of himself like no other. Would that be a good answer? I mean, he is like he's like the picture of physical fitness. It's crazy. I think the
0: the correct answer was because LeBron James is the goat, and Michael Jordan is the second goat. (laughs) But we'll go with your answer. I can understand too. Uh, You don't see you don't see LeBron smoking a lot of cigars and and you know hanging out late at night, right? Like it's a little different for MJ. Yeah, not
1: at all. Yeah.
0: Okay. Over your lifetime, other than your own dad, who was most
1: like a dad to you? oh boy um i i gotta say grandpa harlan jeff
0: yeah man yeah great dude miss him a lot yeah. man what yep. a wonderful guy yeah um, sure. favorite place to shop for dad clothes
1: <laughs> my wife's you're at marcy's gonna kill me Costco. Gosh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy, i like that you get free samples and you get your clothes man it's exactly a great, great it's place a, to go man all right should dads have to change diapers
1: oh absolutely
0: what's the ratio yeah. though what's the ratio between mom and dad it should be 50 50 75 25 90 10 what's the ratio oh it's
1: 50 50 yeah yeah all right yeah. All right. 50-50. No, I, that was yeah that's one thing especially since our oldest were twins yeah, oh I if bet it had to be 50 50, or you just got overwhelmed. Yeah.
0: I'm sure. Who would you rather have had as your own dad? Jack Nicholas, Joe Namath, or Vin Scully?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Joe Namath, but that's not so, well, it. that's who I would choose, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Vince Scully. I can't imagine. I can't imagine the people I would have met. If Vin Scully was, can, I mean, really think about yeah. it, the people that Vin Scully would have introduced you to, yeah, yeah that
0: would, that be, would be neat, good. man. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, how'd you come up with the names for
1: your kids? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure about Lauren. I know Brody. Uh, we, Mar- your Aunt Marcy wanted a BR name. I played second base with a guy in college whose name was Bodie. OK, Brody King. So we named Brody um, and then Grant. Um, we didn't really have a name for Grant. Marcy's going to kill me. I'm watching. <laughs> she's in labor uh-huh. She's in labor and I'm watching Sports Center okay. down in the, the lounge. Yeah. And they were showing Duke highlights and Grant Hill came across it. And I was like, that's a pretty cool name.
0: That's a great. No. That's a great. That, that she should be proud of that. I mean, did you know I tried to name
1: all my kids LeBron? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's why. Yeah, you got. I to
0: tried. The, I literally, when she was drugged up on the first kid after having a C section, they came in and I wrote down LeBron and then had her try to sign it, and they had to go get a whole new sheet for us to do. <laughs> And, and now Beckham knows that I wanted to name him LeBron, so he keeps telling his mom when he's 18 he's going to change his name to LeBron hey. instead of Beckham.
1: <laughs> They'll be the only two LeBrons I know of. To me too. I don't know
0: any other LeBrons either. All right. Who has more of a lead foot when they're driving, you, your wife, or one of your kids?
1: Uh, it would be Grant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Grant. Yeah, all right. Grant, oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Got some spe- does
0: he got some speeding tickets at this point?
1: Uh, yeah. That and he's it. Yeah. He's got a little attention stuff. He's got to get places in a hurry. Yeah. I,
0: I'm with it. I understand, yeah. man. I, under, I understand. All right. Final question. When you get to relax and you get to sit back and enjoy yourself, what's the drink or beer of choice?
1: Uh, well, it's definitely Miller Lite and. Right now, the drink of choice, even though the right now, the drink of choice is tequila soda with a
0: tequila soda. Yeah. Wow, man. That, Ooh, that's
1: no, no headache, man. There's no sugar.
0: Oh, okay. I can understand that. All right. And so here's how we conclude every show on the dad podcast. I'm going to read you three dad jokes and you have to tell me which is the best dad joke. Okay. Okay. All right. First one. What's a lawyer's favorite drink? i don't know subpoena (laughs) colada have you ever heard about the restaurant on the moon great food no no atmosphere (laughs) (laughs) i like that one final want to hear a joke about paper never mind it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) that one is terrible so is it the terrible one, the subpoena colada, or is it the moon joke?
1: I like the subpoena colada.
0: That's right. What's a lawyer's favorite drink? Subpoena colada. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. You can you can tell that one to, to your grandkids. I,
1: I am. <laughs> I'm gonna tell that one. Yeah. And then make them spell subpoena. Oh, we lost him.
0: No. this uh together and uh hopefully you can pass this on to all the family so that they can listen uh to the dad podcast as well and you can share this and we can all have some laughs as well man but but uh seriously thank you so much for being a part of the show man i i really appreciate uh, everything you've done for me as an uncle and i know you've been a wonderful dad so thank you so much for being a part of the
1: show today man thanks for having me jeff this was a blast and you are—you're the best, man. I, I tell you what I, I think everybody I see, everybody I hear and see now—I compare them to—I compare them to Jeff.
0: Uh, man, that's uh, that. Now you got me embarrassed, man. But thank you, I appreciate that. As another page is turned here on the show, check us out iTunes and Spotify. Until we see you guys next time, be well, y'all.